Hey, good morning, everybody. Let me tell you why we do um, family worship. Every fifth Sunday, you're going to have to kill that. There we go. All right. Every fifth Sunday, we... Um, we gather in here with everybody in the church, so children and everything, and we want to teach our kids how we worship. So that means that if you're a parent and you have your children in here, you're a grandparent, you have your grandchildren in here, then you need to participate in worship. And I'm not trying to get you to do anything that, that makes you feel uncomfortable, but if you act like you hate worship, guess what your kids think you think about worship? They think that you hate it. So we want you to get involved. Clap your hands. Tap your toes. If you're a hop up and down, that's okay in this service. That's okay today. We don't want any running up and down the aisles. We'll, we'll uh, escort you out. Um, but we want to have fun today. The reason we do this seriously is because we want your kids to be watching how you worship. So we're going to worship and we're going to have a great time today. We, uh, we have our band um, actually doing the uh, lyric videos today, so you'll recognize the voices, and we want you to get into those songs. We'll do that in just a minute. At the end, we always have some really fun songs, and so we'll cut off Facebook when we get to the very end. There'll be two dance songs uh, where we're just going to have fun. We want you to uh, be sweating before you walk out of here today. And so let me give you a couple of announcements, and we'll get started. Um, next Sunday is our... Uh, is our big meeting for our Lake Charles mission trip. If you were signed up to go to Israel, I have some information about Israel. If you are wanting to go to Lake Charles, we need you to have, to have been paid by next week, $150. And then we're having our first Sunday um, uh, missions lunch. We're going to be having soup and salad that day. If you can help us out with soup and salad, then please let me know or let Janie know that. And we're going to stay after the whole meeting is going to be dedicated toward our Lake Charles mission trip. I'll be going down and, and checking things out in a few weeks, um, but we're going to let you know what we're going to be doing, where we're going to be staying, all of those things next Sunday. Please pay, and then you'll have to sign up through Praying Pelican Mission, so we'll tell you how to do that. We will be having a four-week men's uh, Sunday morning Bible study starting next week, so if you want to join us, it's at 745 over here in the house, and then is it too late to go to the game? If you still want to go to the Rangers game, uh, see Aiden or Ryan, and they will uh, get you signed up. Today, since it is Memorial Day weekend, we're going to start off um, with a video. It's called The Fallen, and we're, where we remember those people who gave their lives so that we could be free, so that we could gather and worship like this. So we'll watch the video, then we'll go into our, um, the rest of our service. When I look back through history and consider all the sacrifices in every war and I try to grasp it all, come to grips with it, stand in reverence of all those willing to give their lives for something bigger than themselves, I am stunned by the sheer numbers. All those lives, all those families serving their country, I can't always comprehend it. My heart is not big enough to take it all in. That each one didn't come home. What they lost for their service. What we gained for their courage. Today, I stop to remember. Every single number is one soldier. One sailor who got up in the morning and put on a uniform. One marine who answered the call to fight for freedom one airman who knew the cost and went anyway, one man or woman who paid the ultimate price for many, and the freedom I live in now. Today, 
I remember. Just a reminder that some people gave the ultimate sacrifice so that we could be free, and we need to remember them and and honor them. We also want to honor our graduates today. Uh, We have a couple that are here in this. Well, we've got one that's here in the service today. Uh, Come on, come on up here, Kaylee. Kaylee Cantrell, come on over here. Come over. All right, you don't have to say anything. Kaylee is going to Tarleton State University. Going to be leaving us in just a few weeks. And so we are proud of you, and we have a little gift card here for you. And when I was, I know this is, this is extra special to you guys, it's your daughter, but when I was a youth minister, I hated graduation Sunday because it meant I was losing kids that I'd gotten to know, but we also know that God has called you to something special. So we're proud of you, and we'll be praying for you as you go, and we expect to see you at least once a weekend, once a, every single day, once, at least one weekend out of the month after you're gone. All right, thanks. <laughs> All right, I need... My three volunteers, Ryan Cantrell, Big Aaron Phillips, and the backup pastor. Come on up here. So I have a game. Y'all come on up. Take your time there, Ryan. All right, come up here. You're going to line up. This is a competition. All right, so the game is, go ahead and put that first slide up there. The game is Cowboys say what? So I need y'all to say that. Cowboys say what? All right, next slide. So here are the rules. Can you speak cowboy? Try your hand at interpreting these popular sayings from the Old West. So we're going to give these guys one at a time. We'll start down there with Big Aaron. And uh, we're gonna, these, some of these come from way long ago, so they're probably not going to know. If they don't know, and if you don't know, then I'll give them a, a multiple choice, and they'll get points, and we'll see who, who is the best prepared or the, the, the best at cowboy speak. Cowboys say, what? All right, here we go. Number one. This is for Big Aaron. What does acknowledge the corn mean? Hang on, I got my microphone here. You can make it up. <laughs> Look at this face. That is awesome. He just totally, okay. Is it, is it telling the truth or admitting where your fishing hole is? Telling the truth. Let's see if he gets it right. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> All right, number two, this is for Ryan. Too much mustard. What does too much mustard mean? I'm lost. And I actually forgot this one too, so I can't even give you hints on this one. I don't even remember. Go ahead. What is it? A braggart, someone who boasts. Say that again. A braggart, someone who boasts. Awesome. Good answer. Too much mustard. Next one. Scratching rake. Would this be a, a planting tool or a comb? Oh, it's going to be a comb. <laughs> Do you know what that Go is? Go ahead. So his comment was, "Do I know what that is?" I've got a cowboy say, "What? What does it mean to be fired?" All right, next one. Big bug. Mosquito. Mosquito. All right, let's see if is he right. The boss. 
the big bug. Not a mosquito, but that's a good guess. All right, next one. Prairie coal. Cubic zirconia. I have no idea. Cubic zirconia. All right. It's actually a big turd. Um, all right. Next one. Pull in your horns. Man. All right. So does that mean um, somebody said stay in your lane or does that mean get after it? Get after it. It means stay in your lane, which means don't smart off about the preacher, which that was a good one for you. All right, next one. Wobbling jaw. You you hear some people. Multiple choice. Um, Wobbling jaw. Refer to the wives when they talk. Cowboy did not say that. Let's, let's see. It has nothing to do with wives. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, dude, you're... Next one. A hog killing time. Just say killing hogs. I mean... Killing hogs. Somebody said something. Rootin' tootin' good time. That's, that's a whole lot closer. And that was the wife who got that. Um, just saying. All right. Next one. Barking at a knot. Barking at a knot. Does that mean wasting time or talking too much? Wasting time. Wasting time. I gave you two. That was too yeah, easy. Yeah, that was too easy. Too easy. All right. I, let's see. That's nine. I think we got one more. This is, this is, okay. Whoever answers first. What is a bazoo? Is it a foot, a rear, or a mouth? And the wife wins again. It's a mouth, as in shut your big bazoo. All right, y'all get out of here. Get out of here. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for family worship. Just speak to us today as we open up your word. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Sit in that chair. All right, here's the deal. Marshmallow, for you. You can either wait, and I'll give you another one if you wait, or you can eat it now. When I come back, I'll give you another one, so then you'll have two. But stay in here and stay in the chair till I come back, okay? All right. Do something and then I'll come back. It smells yummy. It smells really
up to you. You can have it now or you can wait. Okay? I'll be back. Stay in the chair, okay? Okay. So I'm gonna leave and then I'll come back, okay? So you can either eat it right now or you can wait. Either way, okay? Okay. How'd you do? Did you do good? You did? Yeah. You wanted to eat it, didn't you? Yeah. So did I tell you I'd give you another one? Okay, now you can have both. You need them. <laughs> I uh, saw two of our graduates come in. Come up here, Zane. Zane Westfall. Zane, you're going into the Army. Is that right? So uh, when do you leave? June 15th. June 15th, he's going into the Army, so we're definitely going to be praying for you. We're proud of you, bud, and, and we look forward to hearing great things from you. Where's Josh? I thought I saw Josh. Is he not here? Okay. So um, Josh is working. You can go ahead and sit down. So um, Josh Lowe is our other one. Josh walks across the graduation stage last week, and then they had a drawing for seniors for a new car, and Josh won a 2019 Toyota Corolla uh, last week. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, must be nice, um, but that's awesome. I saw that on Facebook and thought that was really, really cool. All right, I need my three volunteers. So Alyssa, where's Joseph, and Kaylee. Y'all come on up here. Come on, come right here, right here. Don't, 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 don't take your time. Don't act like you're shy. You know you want the gift card, um, right? That's why y'all helped me. He asked me like three months ago, can I be your volunteer the next time we have family worship? Yeah, something like that. Okay, so we got some pictures. Y'all going to see them back here. Everybody else going to see them up here. But I want you to tell me, somebody raise your hand and tell me what this is. I want, I want the technical term for this picture. Ready? Here it goes. A wedding veil. Say it again. A wedding veil. A wedding veil. I didn't even have to do the extra one. Here was the extra one. So you get, you get a bonus point if you know who that is. Oh. Um... They're whispering. Kate Middleton. <laughs> Princess Kate. Okay. All right, I got another one. All right, so somebody tell me who this, what this is. What's, yes, but what's the technical term? She just said it was a wedding veil, so it's a wedding bouquet. It's a wedding bouquet. There you go. All right, all right. Let's see, do I have another one? I can't even remember. Oh, okay, yes, I do have one more picture. Tell me who this is. Yeah, you're right. Oh, Miss Janie? That's Miss Janie. That's her bridal picture. Uh, Miss Janie. Okay, so y'all slide down just a little bit. I'm going to bring Miss Janie up here. 
Miss Janie and I, this week, we have been married 30 years. Y'all slide down just a little further. Slide down a little, little further. A little further. Now, um, y'all going to stay there for just a second, and I want, I want Miss Janie to come and sit right here. Now, uh, on December 7th, 1990, her birthday, her 22nd birthday, I asked her to marry me. What do you think she said? Yes? Just in case you weren't sure, go ahead and do that next picture. So I have a picture of me dressed up in my tuxedo to prove that I was there. Now, how many of y'all have been to a wedding? How many of you were at my wedding? Why not? Oh, you weren't here 30 years ago. Okay, okay. Well, I have, um, I have a couple of songs that I want you to tell me the, what these songs are called, right? So you saw the pictures. You tell me the technical name. So this is Name That Tune. Here is the first one. Here, take a second. Keep going. Say it loud. Here comes the bride. Here comes the bride. It's the wedding march. Now, how many of y'all would like to have that song played at your wedding? We didn't have it played at ours either. Okay, but that used to be what that used to be what they, they played. So I have a couple of other versions that maybe you'll like better. Ready? Y'all like that one? That's called the pop version. All right, if that doesn't float your boat, hang on, I got another one, got another one. This one's, oh yeah. This is the hip hop version. And you gotta wait for my favorite part. Here it comes. Not yet, not yet. It's coming. Wait for it. Right here, here it is. Ready, Michael? All right, y'all don't like that one? Okay, I got one more. Got one more. Got one more. Here, here it is. Maybe you'll like this version of it. Ready? Go. You like the first one? Grab your partner, do-si-do. Two-step down the aisle. All right, all right, all right, all right. So maybe you don't like any of those, all right? You like the first one. You like the, 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 um, the wedding march. Okay, so... So let's, let's, don't even worry about that Doug and Janie up there. The guy at the wedding, what's he called? The groom, all right, the groom? No, the groom, that was right. The girl in the wedding, what's she called? The bride, all right. Now, I wanted to tell you some things about my bride. Uh, back when Janie was a teenager, back when Janie was a teenager, there were some mean girls. And I mean, I mean mean, long before there was, there was a uh, movie about mean girls, there were some mean girls that, that said some things about Janie. So one of the things they said was, we're going to smash that so-called pretty face of yours. So I'm going to get in trouble for this. This is what it was like. It's like throwing something at her, right? They said, your clothes are ugly. I want to get somebody else in on this. So Lexi, throw this at Miss Janie. Now they said, and I'm not making this up, she actually has a lot of these letters that, that, that they wrote to her. You're fat. Throw that at her. 
<laughs> She's like, I don't want to hurt Miss Janie. Stop acting like you care about anyone but yourself. Oh, come on. Do you think they said it like that? They went, oh, stop hanging. No, throw it. Okay, that's a little better. Nobody cares about you. Lexi will throw it. Lexi doesn't mind. They said, you're a worthless piece of crap. They rode on her car, homecoming witch. They didn't say witch. So you better watch your back. Now, how did it make you feel? Yeah, that was gentle. How did it make you feel hearing those things that people said about Miss Janie? It made me want to hurt them. Want what? When I go tell them that they upset me. Yeah, tell them what's up, right? How did it make you feel? I want to cry. Sad. Sad, okay. So when, um, when I asked Janie to marry me, and, I, and she told me some of these things that, that people said about her, how do, you make, how do you think it made me feel about those girls? Do you think I liked them? No, didn't, didn't want to hang out with them. So Miss Janie says yes, and so Miss Janie, hop in this boat back here. So we're going to pretend, y'all go sit in those chairs over there. We're going to pretend that this boat represent the Washburn family. All right, you with me? Yeah, don't fall. I get in more trouble. So this is the Washburn family. I'm just going to put this on here. And Janie says yes. Now, imagine that um, when she says yes, we get married, and, and imagine that, that I'm sitting in the boat, and I decide... I want to go. It's not really going anywhere, but this is a seesaw. That's a good thing that I'm, on the, I'm the heavier one, isn't it, baby? Um, so let's, let's assume that I want to go this direction, and Janie wants to go this direction. Is that going to be a very effective marriage? No. The Bible gives us... Hold on. Yeah, you like that? Bible gives us some very clear instructions. Let's try that again. Okay, I won't do that again because I'm going to get in serious trouble. The Bible gives husbands and wives some very serious instructions about how to have a good marriage. And it's contained in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 25 through 29. So y'all can read along up there. Go ahead. Y'all read with me. Y'all read out loud with me, all right? Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church. I can't hear you. Y'all read out loud with me. Okay, you can look back there if you can read that. All right. Husbands, love your wives. Y'all help them. As Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by washing with water through the word, and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In the same way, I can't hear y'all. You know what? I forgot I changed. All right. Let's start again. Let's try this. I changed there and I didn't change there. For husbands, this means love your wives. Y'all are really good at reading. Just as Christ loved the church, 
He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault in the same way husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. No one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it just as Christ cares for the church. So we're given some instructions here. And as a husband, my job is to love Janie, as Christ loved the church, I'm to sacrifice my life for her. If people decide to start throwing things at her, I'm supposed to be a covering for her. It would be foolish for me to sit in here and throw things at my wife if we're going to try to follow Jesus and be where he wants us to be. We're spending our time. The enemy comes up and whispers something about Janie, and I believe it, and I throw it at her. She may believe something the enemy says about me. She throws it at me. We don't follow Jesus. Does this make sense? So my job is not to listen to the things the enemy says. My job is to take the word of God, and it says that I, I, I wash her through water with the word. What that means is I build her up. Jesus is preparing the church to meet him someday. And it says he washes her through water with the word. And so that's what it means for a husband. I'm supposed to protect her, provide for her, build her up, not tear her down. And I'm not supposed to put up with anybody else who tries to tear her down. Now, this boat represents our marriage. So we entered this whole married life together, and it works best when we're both going the same direction. Does does that make sense? Everybody say yes. yes. All right. Now, Just because we got married doesn't mean the enemy of God stops working. In fact, I think he starts working harder once you get married to try to divide you and try to cause bad things to come into your life. We're not going to get anywhere if we try to fight each other. The Bible tells grooms and brides how to live and honor him, to live together and honor him. So now, do you all know that there is a, a bride in Scripture? Do you know what it is, who it is? The church. Man, y'all trained her well. The church is called the bride of Christ. Now listen to this. This is in 1 Corinthians eleven two. I think I have the same translation on here as up there. So y'all read this out loud with me. Paul is speaking here and Paul says, For I am jealous for you with the jealousy of God himself. I promised you as a pure what? Bride to what? One husband, Christ. So as pastor of this church, I'm supposed to prepare you to meet the groom, Jesus Christ, someday. You're going to meet him individually, but we're going to be with him someday in heaven. And so we are the bride. We're the local church. We're part of the bride of Christ. Now, so we're going to think of this boat now. I put the, oh, I printed the wrong thing. So now we're going to think this as new life family, all right? So the boat is the new life community church family, right? So All of you have asked Jesus to be the forgiver of your sins and the leader of your life, so I invite you to get in the boat. Get in the boat. Janie says, come on, come on. All right, now, same thing's going to happen here. When you ask Jesus to forgive your sins and to lead your life, the Bible says he adopts you into his family, but he doesn't want you staying out here outside the boat. He wants you to find a local church to get involved in. So this represents New Life Community Church. Now, 
the Bible, uh, the, the, the church works best. Now, just for fun, turn around for a second. You're going to look that way. Now, I want all four of you to pretend that you're rowing that direction. All right? So every church has a job to do, and it's to follow Jesus Christ. So if Jesus is out here and he says, I want New Life Community Church to do a few things. I want New Life Community Church to have a be the church day and go down to Hope Station and serve the homeless community in, in, in uh, Palestine. Or I want New Life Community Church, I want them to go down here to the hill to the, what's it called? I always forget the name of it. Quail Valley. And I want them to do some work. I want New Life Community Church to go to Lake Charles in July. And as, all, as long as we're all working together, the church moves down. <laughs> Y'all are doing great. The church moves towards what Christ wants it to be. And Christ is honored. And as we're doing this, we go by and there's people that are lost out here. And we tell them about Christ. And they say, I want to I follow the same Jesus you're following. We invite them to get into the boat. Now, okay, stop rowing. Now y'all turn around. Tammy, come up and dump those in here, please. Now, everybody grab a handful. Jesus is over here, and Jesus says, I want you to follow me. I want your church to do what I called you to do. The enemy of God comes up and says, I want you to stand up, and I want you to say, hey, it's all about me. Say it real loud. That was real loud. Say, it's all about me. Hey, it's all about me. Stomp your feet. No, both of them. Say, it's all about me. It's all about me. Joseph, stand up. Stomp your feet. Say, it's all about me. It's all about me. Stand up, Alyssa. It's all about me. And Janie says, it's not about you. It's not about you. Okay. <laughs> so, now sit down. And I want y'all to start just throwing, throwing paper wads at each other. Oh, Janie's getting into it. Revenge. <laughs> Okay, stop. <laughs> now, just imagine, just imagine. This is our church, and them throwing things at each other is the reputation of our church outside the walls. And as the church is supposed to be following Jesus, there's lost people out here in the water. And I think lost people would look at that type of church and go, just keep on going. I'd rather not be in a church than be in a church like that. So turn back around. Jesus said that people will know we're his disciples by our love for one another. Not for throwing things at each other, not for gossiping, not for, for hurting each other. The first thing we ought to do when we hear something, when the enemy comes up and says, hey, it's all about you, go to the word of God and say, it's all about you, right? Worship is about him. Oh, people say, oh, I didn't like worship today. Newsflash, it wasn't for you. We didn't call Ryan Cantrell to the stage to worship Ryan Cantrell. Who do we worship? It's about him. And as long as our hearts are right for him and we focus our attention on him, he's pleased with our worship. It's not about you. Somebody says, oh, that preacher, or oh, that, that youth minister, or that children's minister, or oh, that person who's, who works in CR. You should go to God immediately and say, God, it's, it's about you. Protect our church. Right? 
Now, here's the cool thing. When we're doing what we're supposed to do, I want to read to you from the book of Revelation. See, the bride of Christ, the church, the local church, follows Jesus. And as we keep on following him, lost people come to Christ. They say, I want to be where you guys are. I want to follow the Jesus that you guys are following. If you love one another, I want to, I want to know that God. And then look what Jesus promises in, in Revelation 19, 7 through 9. And I did change this one too, so I've got to read from up there. Y'all read with me. Let us rejoice and be and glad and give him glory for the wedding of the Lamb. Stop right there. There's a capital L. Who's the Lamb? Jesus Christ. John the Baptist looked up and he said, Behold the Lamb of God who comes to take away the sins of the world. So we're talking about Jesus here. So pick it up right there for the wedding. Read that. For the wedding of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. We're the bride. Keep going. Fine linen, bright and clean, was given to her to wear. Now, this parenthesis is actually in the scripture, so we're going to read this together. Fine linen stands for the righteous acts of God's holy people. The angel said to me, write this, blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. And he added these words. These are the true words of God. When I was a kid... My favorite part of the wedding was the reception. <laughs> they didn't have Bluebell back then, but it would have made it better if they'd had Bluebell back then. But I love those little mints, you know. Were they butter, butter mints? No, not butterscotch, butter mints. Real soft, yes. I would just pile them on my plate. And the more icing on the cake, the better. Right, and if they had ice cream, if they had punch, oh my goodness! So we had um, what was that sherbet, you know? And you put something over it. I don't even know what, but man, it was heaven. So I'd be sitting in the in the wedding, going, "Hurry up!" You know, I didn't care about the wedding. I just wanted to go to the reception. Here's what God says. He says, "There's going to be a a wedding reception, a wedding supper of the Lamb, and blessed are those who are invited." Now. Everyone's invited, but not everyone's going to be there. Because in order to get to the wedding supper of the Lamb, you have to be adopted into the family of God. So you have to ask Him to be the forgiver of your sins and the leader of your life. He adopts you into the family. He puts you in a church, hopefully a church that's following Jesus. And as we follow Jesus, as more people come in, the wedding reception gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And eventually, we get to have a, a supper with Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. So today, kids, when you leave, you're going to get a little coloring sheet. Miss Tammy has those. The, the verse is, blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. It is Revelation 19.9. Say Revelation 19.9. 19, now repeat after me. Blessed are those who are invited, are to, are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. Revelation 19.9. If you can say that verse as many times as you say that verse with the address, you always got to know the address, Revelation 19.9. You'll get bubble gum from Miss Tammy over here, and uh, we'll have a good time after that. Let's pray together, and we'll be dismissed. Father, thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. God, I thank you that you protected my wife when mean girls said some really bad things about her. I thank you that you protected my wife when she's been a pastor's wife 
And sometimes mean girls in the church have said really mean things to her and about her. God, teach the men of this church what it means to to follow you, to be a man of God, to stand up, to protect their wives, to provide for their wives, to prepare them to meet you. God, bring more and more people into this family. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.